He'll be there. Amen. Our Father in heaven, please hear me tell our praise. We need you. In a million different ways There are wars on every land Poverty inside a man The earth is only from within Deliver us again From the evil that devours Consume it with your power We adore you now, his power We pray
sing this one at the end of worship practice, and boy, it got me going. My arms started going. I'm looking forward to that day, say. Yes, This world is not my home. Amen. When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound, in time shall we go forth. And the morning breaks eternal bright and fair. When the saved of earth shall gather over on the other shore. And the rolling call of the yonder I'll be there. When the
Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Jesus. I want to greet you in Jesus' name. Amen. And uh, it's good to see all of you that are here with us. Worship. I mean, there's nothing like the presence of God. Amen. That's right. And nothing like coming into, amen, His presence. It's just totally different than what we experience out there in the world. And uh, I'm glad that we do have amen, the liberty to do so. As somebody said earlier, worshiping the Lord. And it's good to hear, you know, about what happened out to uh, the Pine Ridge. I know it's been, it's been years since we've been out there. Uh, I remember uh, probably the latter 80s and and going into the early 90s we made some trips out there uh, when brother Franklin Hill and sister Charity Hill were ministering there in Wolf Creek and uh, had set up a tent and, and uh, so we were part of what God was doing out there and, I, and brother Craig uh, asked me he said uh, I ran into somebody that was asking about you and uh, brother Franklin Hill's uh, mother-in-law he said do you remember her name and I said well I said I know her last name was uh, Goodplume and I said her, her I, I can't remember exactly remember her first name and he said he said well she told me to greet you in Jesus name and say hello to you I says okay and uh, she said she remembers your ministry back there and uh, she wanted me to tell you that she's still going on she's 91 years old she's and so, uh, and then it came way later, uh, I remembered what her name was, Dora Goodplum. And her husband was Garfield. I was trying to, I was trying to remember his, her husband's name and it was Garfield Goodplum. And amen, of course he passed on in the, in the 80, uh, 90s, so amen, so, but it was good. And it just kind of, you know, how everything just kind of came back and, and what the Lord is, was doing out there and, and uh, it's amazing because uh, <clears throat> when you experience the gospel, when you hear the gospel and everything that the Lord brings, and, and you know, uh, John the Baptist came with that message and, and when he was beginning to preach there in Israel and all the Bible says, all Judah came out to hear him. And even the religious folks came out to hear him, the Sadducees and the Pharisees and all of them came out to hear them and the first words out of his mouth to all those people that came to hear him was repent right repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand so in other words he was telling them it's right here it's right near you it's all around you the kingdom of heaven and and praise god so you think about that when we are given the opportunity to come into the presence of God. When we come to hear His Word, it's just, you think about it, uh, it's no coincidence. 
And sometimes you might think it it's that, you know, I just decided to, you know, just to follow somebody to church and just to, you know, uh, accept their invitation to come to the house of God. You know, it's no coincidence that that happens. Obviously, the Lord is somehow orchestrating it where he can uh, allow you to come into it so that you can hear his word. And that's that's what's happening. So it's never, never, ever a coincidence. I'm glad church. I'm glad church is is what it is. Yeah. Because you never experience anything like the church when you come to worship the Lord Amen. in spirit and in truth. Amen. Amen. Sister Rihanna was saying that you know, move back to uh, uh, Wagner in that area. And she said, I visited all these churches around here. And she said, but there's nothing like our church. So that tells you something. There's nothing like our church. What we've been experiencing, the presence of the Lord and our worship, yes. our praise, yes. even our testimony, there's yes. nothing like the church. Yes. Nothing like, amen, worshiping the Lord in spirit and in truth. Yes. So when you come to that place, and uh, obviously, you know, you're, you're going to get an eyeful. Yes. <laughs> amen. There you go. And obviously, you're going to get an earful. Yes. And hopefully, Amen. your spirit full. Yes. God will do something for you. Amen. Amen. God will minister to you. and Amen. And, and yes. touching your lives and wanting to make your lives better. Praise God. I appreciate the Lord. Uh I was I, I uh, announced this morning. I have a couple uh, announcements. Uh, we have our our uh, taco sale are coming up on the ninth uh, of this coming month in June. So uh, those of you that are able to help and, and everything for the taco sale, we will welcome that. And the other announcement is Brother Javier Jimenez won't be coming to the latter part of June. And once we can get those dates. Amen. Solidified, we'll, uh, we'll announce it to you, but he sends his greetings to you in Jesus' name. And uh, I had to chuckle because yesterday he sent me a text yesterday morning and uh, he was asking me for some information. And uh, he greeted me, he said, good morning, praise the Lord, hermano. <laughs> so I was looking at that message and I was thinking, hermano? So I thought, well, I wonder if he sent it to the wrong person. <laughs> so I texted him back. I said, good morning, Brother Javier. I said, uh, did you send this text to the right person? <laughs> he said, yes, I did. He said, I just have been using Hermano lately. I've been throwing it out there. So I said, okay. <laughs> I said, I'm just checking. But it's kind of something how so when we hear something, when we hear something that we're not familiar with, it's like, you you have to check. You have to you have to make sure that you're you're hearing it right. And of course, I don't know what hermano means, but obviously it means something. Is it, what brother? Okay, I guess. Hey, I'm, now I'm educated. He didn't tell me what it meant, but now I'm educated. Now I know, brother. Okay, all right. There's a little Spanish there. Mexican brother Javier doesn't like to be called Spanish. He says, call me what I am, brother. I'm a Mexican. All right. All right. 
Praise God. <laughs> so that's, I, I guess, that's what we need to address him at. So he was speaking in the Mexican language, hermano, brother. Praise God. I'm glad I know that now. So I guess when he, when he texts that, I can say, okay, praise the Lord, brother. <laughs> praise the Lord, brother, hermano. But that was, that was something that was, uh, praise God. But I'm glad, regardless, I'm glad. I tell you what. I tell you what, I'm, I'm, I'm standing at a crossroads right now. And I'm standing at a crossroads. I, I, I'm saying that because there's three directions right now I could go. I don't know if you would call that a crossroad. But it's a pretty peculiar place to be. And you know that, you know, there's obviously three directions you can go. That's something that's just kind of, a, how would I say, ironic. Because a lot of times we're faced with certain decisions. I don't, I don't know where some of you are right now. I, I have no clue of where you are right now in your life. And, and even if you're trying to figure out which direction to go. Which path that you're going to take. And you know, it takes a lot of, you know, first of all, prayer, thought, and yielding. Trying to trying to seek out the will of God. And a lot of times in our uh, in in our walk in life, it, it just seems like a lot of times, and we all know this. We all know this by experience. We all have made uh, decisions in our lives. And sometimes we've made those decisions not really thinking too much about it. We just did them on impulse. Amen. We just did them because we felt to do them. But uh, obviously there are consequences because of that kind of, amen, that kind of reaction to whatever it was. And, And of course... A lot of times, and I wonder just exactly uh, what percentage of time that when we were in that position, how many of us considered God's will? Because a lot of times we don't consider God's will. We consider our own will, or either that we're following somebody else's will. We're influenced by somebody or, or something. Something that just has us fixed that we, you know, it's just... It's trying to draw our attention. And so, you know, it's, it's not really an easy place to be. So a lot of times when we are in that place of decision and we're trying to, we're trying to decide what we need to do, a lot of times, and this is the truth, and you can probably bear witness with me on this, is that we tend to lean to the way that seems to be the most easiest. Right. That's right. We take the easy, the easy path. <laughs> it feels good. It's not too much I, I need to think about or even pray about on this. I'll just go ahead and I'll do this. But what happens? There's always going to be consequences to whatever you decide to do in life. Praise God. There's always going to be consequences to whatever decision we make. It's always going to come back at us. Praise God. So that's why we need to be, you know, mindful. 
That's why we need to be prayerful. There's nothing wrong with taking a little time and to pray and to feel after. Feel after God. And get His, amen, counsel. Get His advice and what we should do. And that's, that's the better of all of the things that we always tend to come to in our lives. And amen. So it's something to be able to consider that. And, and amen. Put yourself in, in God's hands. Put yourself in, 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 in a place where, amen, you obviously will be blessed because you have chosen to do so. Amen. Praise God. You've chosen to hear, amen, the voice of God. And that's really important. And that's something that we all need to learn to do. Yes. Amen. So many times in our lives. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So you can understand how that is. We call them predicaments <laughs> you know how that is and and you know uh, just trying to somehow zero in on what the Lord wants us to do that's important you should know that some of you might be you know and obviously when you're not in God's will and when your your life isn't going that certain direction, obviously you're off track. You're going the wrong direction and obviously, amen, the truth of the matter is you're lost. Amen. Is everybody paying attention? Yes. You're lost. When you're lost, guess what? That means you don't have a compass. That's right. Does it that means that you don't know which way you're going, you're lost. Praise the Lord. I always remember a uh, rafting experience in Oregon and we got lost because we took the wrong fork in the river. And they were telling us to go right, go right, go right. Guess what we did? We chose to go left. So we chose the rough way. We chose white waters. And when we hit those white waters, guess what? We wish we would have listened and went the other way. And I always remember a young man, a young man that was with us. Uh, uh, his, uh, there was a gentleman we knew out there. It's kind of funny because his name was Bill Hill. And Bill was from New York, but he was a, a, that kind of where they really had that strong yes. New York accent. Yep. And his, that was his nephew that was with us in that raft. And boy, I tell you what, after we hit that wrong, when we went, the, took the wrong uh, fork, he was screaming at us. He said, come on. He said, you guys are supposed to be Indians. You're not supposed to get lost. <laughs> well, my argument, my argument could have been this. Well, we were kind of inebriated, if you know what I mean. So we were lost. And we were paying for being lost. We pay for, for not following directions. Right. Yeah. Going the right direction. Let me tell you something. There is a right direction yeah. and there is a wrong direction. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. There's a right and there is a left. Yeah. I don't know if you would call, call it a fork, but yes, you know, you, you kind of want to come to that place. And, and let me tell you something. All you young people, Quit making excuses. Right. Yeah. Amen. Amen. 
You might be saying to yourself, I have all the time in the world. No, you do not. You do not have all the time in the world. Praise God. When you somehow can, amen, just take it upon yourself to be different than all the other, amen, young people in this world, all that young generation, to be different. Can a young person be wise? Can a young person be discreet? I would say, yes, they can. Because you'd save yourself a lot of heartache. Yes. A lot of pain. Yes. Physically, emotionally. Yes. Huh? Amen. A lot of frustration. Yes. Amen. From going down that road and making some dry runs. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Woo. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm glad I'm in the church. I'm, I'm glad that the Lord brought me to the house of God amen. so I can come into his presence so amen, amen. He, can, he can get my attention and he can help me to see where I am amen. amen if I'm going a little bit off course the Lord says okay I want you to I want to point you right back on track I want you to amen find Amen. I want you to find the direction that I want you to go in. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So you can you can experience what I want you to experience. Amen. Let me tell you something. There's nothing like it. Nothing. There is nothing like it. Praise God. Praise God. Today we're celebrating the birthday of the church. The church, and, and and I know I I know I read my Bible right. I know I don't I haven't misinterpreted, you know, my the understanding of what the Scripture says. But according to the Bible, according to the Bible, there's only one church. That's right. Amen. That's right. Everybody listen. There's only one church. One body. That's what that's what Paul said. Is that what he said? Yeah. That's what Paul said. There's only one body. Huh? If I if I'm reading the, the the word of God correctly, there's only one body. There is one body and one spirit. Even as you are called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God and Father of all who is above all and through you all. Yeah. One, one, one. Not, right. not several. Not many. Amen. So we're not, you know, it's not like what a lot of people believe. Oh, we all serve the same God, even though we're walking down different paths. No, no, no. Come on. No. Don't think so. Ooh. <laughs> Praise God. There's only one. Everybody paying attention? Come yeah. on, pay attention up here. There's only one. So you get, if there's only one, you get one opportunity. Right. Amen. That's right. Somehow, it just seems like every time people are drawn to the presence of God and they get that one opportunity, guess what happens? The devil knows. Yes. 
That's right. How important it is for you to find God so the devil knows. And you know what he'll do? He'll try to divert your attention. So that you won't even realize yeah. where you are. That's right. Amen. Praise God. We're blinded. We're blinded. Huh? That's why we need our eyes open. Yes. Amen. So that we can see. I don't dare say I wandered into a Pentecostal apostolic church when I first got saved. <laughs> I don't dare say that. By God's grace, yes. I ended up there. Yes. Amen. That's right. Even though I was fighting like everybody fights. Yeah. Huh? Everybody fights God's will. Amen. 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 That's right. And just like everybody else, you know, wasn't really paying that close of attention. But guess what? I'm glad the Spirit of the Lord got a hold of me. Yes. Amen. 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 I began to see some things that I didn't understand, but amen. It was different. It was different. There's nothing like the presence of God. There's nothing like the church of the living God. It's different. It's different. Amen. And so when the Lord begins to minister, amen, begins to reach out to you, and we all, praise God, can honestly say that we do. We, we feel something. But we don't really know a lot about what it is we feel. Right. <laughs> Well, God will help you to understand that. Right. If you if you pay attention. That's right. How many of you have ever been on an airplane flight? A few of us in here. You get on an airplane airplane flight, and then before you take off, guess what? The stewardess comes out and, and they run you through uh, the safety procedures. In case there's anything that might happen, anything that might happen during the flight, then so guess what? And I noticed this. You know, I've been on, on, on airplane flights several times in my life, and amen. You know, they get up there, and, and to a lot of people, they they try to watch the stewardess go through the whole the whole thing about safety and what to do in case something happens. But you know what? A lot of people, you know what they do? Yep. Not paying attention, and she's giving you some very vital information. Yeah. Life saving. Yes. Amen. And everybody's always always doing something else. <laughs> Even though it looks ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's like me up here. You'll see me going like this. You know what that means? Right. Pay attention. Yeah. Because this is where God wants you to focus up here on the heavenly things. Giving you some vital information. Vital information. Information that is 
important to your your soul yeah. information and we think it's just something you know amen what we hear here what we hear here and what we experience in here praise God it's different than what you experience in a classroom yeah. all you young people know that it's different what you experience when you go to school when you go to trade school or even even a higher education college it's different the information in here is so much different so much more important yes. because we're not talking about you learning all about the ABCs and amen all the numbers and teaching you how to amen write your name but those are important this information is far more important than that this information if you pay attention to it will lead you to eternal life and help you to escape a devil's hell So, so we can't afford to, to not, amen, pay attention. Amen. Because it could be just a few moments in your time compared to eternity. Yes. Amen. It's reality. Amen. And it's not boring. If you get a hold of it, you're going to find out it's not born. Amen. Please don't throw that on God. Right. Because right. He's not born. Amen. You know what the Bible says about our God? Amen. The Bible says about this. Now, if you really want to understand and know who God is, you know what the Bible says about God? The Bible says our God is a consuming fire. Yes. Woo. Amen. To me, that's not boring. That's not boring. That's not boring. And the Bible talks about him, about being, amen, awesome. Our God is an awesome God. Woo. To me, that's not boring. To me, that's telling me that God is not boring. Let me tell you something about God. He's not a dead God. Oh, Amen. He's not a fictitious God. Right. He's a God of truth. He's yeah. a God of reality. Amen. He's a God that's a living God. Yeah. Amen. So obviously yeah. he's not a boring God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So when we draw our attention to the facts. Right. Yes. Amen. To the truth. Yes. Amen. Leaves, leaves no place for falsehood. That's right. For deception. For vanity. Right. You know what that means? It means emptiness. Right. Because that's where a lot of people are right now. Yes. Paul said, don't walk like other Gentiles do in the vanity of their minds. Right. You know what? You know what that means? Their minds are full of nothing. That's right. Emptiness. In the vanity. Everybody's doing what everybody else is doing. Guess what? You're all copycats. Amen. Amen. 
all, all mankind. Let me, let me, let me, so you don't get offended. All mankind is going to hell together. Yes. Oh man, that's strong language, yes. but that's yes. the truth. And you know what? Jesus said the hell was not created for us. Hell was created for the devil and his angels. So he never intended for any person to go to hell. And guess what? God doesn't send anybody to hell. That's right. Amen. Don't blame it on him. He's not, he's not sending anybody to hell. Amen. He's Praise God, innocent from those accusations, yeah, yeah. from those charges. That's He's right. not sending one soul to hell. That's well, who's right. sending, why are people going into hell? You know what? You make that choice. Yeah. You send yourself yeah. to hell. Yeah. You're the one that's, you're blaming God for your own decision. Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. Yes. All have ended up there. That's right. And then they all, because they all decided to do their own right. thing. Amen. 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 I always remember this, and some of you weren't born then, so you probably never heard this. <laughs> Way back in the 70s, a song came up, Me and Jesus got a good thing going. Yeah. Me and Jesus got it all worked out. You listen to that song, it's really a, a, a song of deception. Because you can't work things out with Jesus by doing things your own way. That's what's deceptive about it. There's no way you can work. Jesus is not that kind of God. Jesus is, is a loving God. He's a God of, of truth. And he'll tell you in a moment, you can't do that. You know why? Because there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, and the ends thereof are the ways of death. So we can't, amen, make any kind of deal with God other than that we repent. Praise God. Other than we repent. Other than we humble ourselves. Right. Amen. Mm. Other than we obey. Amen. 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 Think about that. Amen. We're given the opportunity. Yes. As I speak right now, all of us in here are given the opportunity. Yes. Amen. This is what God has ordained and this is what God has intended for you and I make no mistake amen this is not a coincidence that we're all here I'm including this all because we're all here and each and every one of us right now regardless of what happened this morning or even yesterday guess what that's all in the past right now now we're dealing with the present and so here we are Sitting in church. Amen. Praise God. Amen. How many have ever gone to a some kind of a, a game or, you know, and they say, hey, uh, 
Tonight we're going to be passing out some uh, rewards and, and some gifts and, and, and we'll be given according to the number of your seat. Yeah. Yep. Huh? Yeah. Amen. Right. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Huh? So this seat number, if this is seat number five, look under your seat and you'll see what your gift is going to be. Guess what everybody does? Looking under seat number. What seat am I in? Right. Huh? Right. Trying to find out what seat you're in. Yep. What seat am I in? Oh, man, I'm number seven. <laughs> so you miss the gift. Right. That's right. <laughs> Everybody always looks forward to a gift. Yes. Huh? Yes. So you miss your opportunity at, at, at being given a gift, whatever it was. Maybe it was a maybe it was a hundred dollar gift certificate. Yeah. Everybody would go crazy over a hundred dollar gift certificate, yeah. huh? Yeah. Maybe it was a fifty dollar gift certificate. Yeah. So everybody was looking for their seat number. You know why? Because they wanted to put their hands on that gift. Yeah. But guess what? Yeah. It's different in God. Every seat is yeah. gifted. Yeah. You have the opportunity to be blessed. Every seat in this place, guess what? With the gift of the Holy Ghost that God wants to give you. Given us that opportunity. Amen. The most important thing right now for you this time in your life is what? Is to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. 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 To be born again. Yes. So that you can see and that you can enter into the kingdom right. of heaven. Yes. A lot better place than this place. Amen. I've been to several places, you know, in my years, and and, and you know, places sightseeing and have seen mountains. And praise God, been to the Rocky Mountains, been to the Appalachians, been all over, been down to uh, the Grand Canyon, seen a lot of beautiful country. A lot of beautiful scenery and looked at it just in awe of God because he's the one that created all this. That's right. And you sit there and just being so minute in, in the in the in the creation of God, just being such a small piece of it, and you go and you say, Wow, just think my God created all this. Right. He didn't just create That's what's right. in the world, he created the universe. Yeah. Yeah. So when you look up in the daytime, when you look up in the in the night sky, guess what? You see all the stars yeah. and the planets, and you go to you think to yourself, my, 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 that is so beautiful. But guess what? God is the one that created everything. Right. So we come to that epiphany. Yes. We go, wow. That's right. This is amazing. And then the thought comes to you and say, how did it get here? Who designed it? Who built it? And the Bible says, by his breath, he spoke. And there it was. It was created. Boom. My, 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 my. Think about that. 
the Lord is reaching out to mankind right now. He's reaching out Amen. to each and every one of us. Amen. Hebrews chapter 2, verse number 1, says, Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Talk about talk about some uh, insight. We can look at this particular passage of scripture, and even though this is written almost 1950 years ago, it still applies to us today. Huh? It's still. Praise God, relevant to us today. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. Guess what? You're hearing it right now. Lest at any time we should let them slip. We should let them drift away. We should drift away from them. Guess what? That's why it's important for us to pay the most earnest heed. Uh, give the most earnest heed. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast. In other words, guess what? When the messengers of God spoke the word and the word was established, it was steadfast. It stood. It stood instantly. It was established. Woo! Think about that. Same God back then is the same God today. So the word that God is speaking to you right now has the same authority and power as today as it was back then. So it says, in every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward. My, 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 my. Guess what? Say this to yourself. We're not going to get away with it. We're not going to get away with it. Amen. That's the truth. <laughs> A lot of people say, ah, nothing is going to happen. Right. Amen. 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 That's right. Let me finish reading so you can sit down. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders, and diverse miracles, different miracles, and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. You may be seated. Thank you for standing. How shall we escape? Four words. How 
shall we escape? Let me ask you something. Why would you want to escape? Why would you want to turn your back away from God? Potentially, notice how I said that? Potentially. The greatest thing that any person, any man, any woman could ever experience in their lifetime is being introduced to God. The one that created everything. The one that created the universe. The one that created earth. The one that created you. How could we turn our back? How could we refuse such a opportunity? Praise God. And not have any kind of desire or interest to know him. Woo! My, 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 what an experience. What an experience to know somebody. Amen. The Old Testament said, it referred to him, the prophet said about the Lord, he's the only one that can tread upon the waters. That's what the Old Testament prophet said. He's the only one that can tread upon the waters. He's the only one that can walk on water. Amen. If you please. And then it came to pass. What did Jesus do? When he came, he was trying to teach his disciples a lesson. Amen. And guess what he did? He walked on water. Don't pay attention to what's going on around you. Pay attention to me. Because if you pay attention to me, you'll be able to tread the waters like I'm treading the water. But we often, praise God, miss the lesson. We don't pay attention to it. What does that mean? Whatever you're going through in life right now, he can make it better for you. But you've got to look to him. But you've got to focus upon him. But you have to believe his word. And if it be possible, you can overcome your dilemma. Think about it. Think about it. It's possible. Yes. It's very possible. Yes. With God, all things are possible. Yes. Amen. That's what the Bible says. Right. It's very possible. You can be an overcomer. Yes. Somebody talked about victory today. I'm glad we have the victory. Yes. I'm glad I have the victory. What about you? Yes. Victory over sin. Yes. Victory over Satan. Yes. Victory over this world. Yes. So when you're in that state of mind, when you have actually been set free, man, I tell you what, there's nothing like it. Nothing. Woo! Amen. Nothing. I'm a happy man. Amen. I'm a happy man because I have peace. Yes. I have peace with God. I have peace with myself. Yes. The peace of God is in me. Yes. 
Man, I know what real love is. I'm experiencing real love. There's nothing like the love of God. There's nothing like the agape love of God. That deep love of God. And so that's, you're looking at the product of that. Woo! No longer am I feeling defeated. Huh? No longer am I feeling like there's no answer. There's no hope for me. Amen. I used to be on the other side. Amen. I used to look at things differently. But guess what? I heard the good news. I heard the good news of his death, burial, and resurrection. So because I heard the good news, what did I do? I humbled myself to it. I took God at his word. And guess what? He kept his promise. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast. It uses that word angels there in that scripture verse. That word angels could be literally translated messengers. So it could be speaking about a theophany. It could be speaking about an angel being. Or it could be speaking about the ministry. The messengers. So if the word fitly spoken by angels. If the word spoken by angels was steadfast. Fast. In other words, guess what? It's established. Yes. It's established. It's just like when God speaks it. Yes. Amen. It is so. Yes. Amen. Amen. In other words, God is not a man that he should lie. That's right. Amen. Something God cannot do, he cannot lie. Amen. So whatever he speaks is truth because that's what he is. He's truth. Yes. Amen. 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 Sanctify them with thy truth. Thy word is truth. Why is that? Because God is truth. God is a God of truth. God is a God of life. God is a God of life. Amen. That's what you're feeling. This morning we talked about the fullness. Amen. Talked about the church. Amen. Christ is the head of the church. And amen, the church is full of his fullness. Yeah. Amen. Sometimes we don't comprehend what that really means. But the fullness of God is in the church. Yeah. And if we could ever understand, yeah. amen, the amount of God's spirit that is in this place yeah. through you, you would be, amen, out there reaching after God yeah. and getting as much of God yeah. as you possibly could. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited about coming to church. Yeah. I get excited. I look forward to the days ahead of time. Yes. Amen. Woo. That's right. Amen. Days ahead of time. Yeah. Amen. I got my feelers up. I'm listening to God. Lord, what do you want me to minister on? Right. What do you want me to teach? What do you want me to preach? I got my feelers. Why? I'm excited about coming to the house of God. How many of you are excited about serving God? How many of you are excited about coming to the house of God? Amen. I went fishing yesterday. 
almost landed a uh, two-foot paddlefish. He came off of my hook. Or I should say, he broke my line right before Dash was about ready to reach over and grab him. Dash and another person that was there, an elderly gentleman. Amen. When I, when I was pulling him in, when I was reeling him in, that elderly gentleman was, you know, away from us, probably about from here to maybe where, where Sister Laura is sitting from us. But when he took off, when he got, when he got my hook, he took off. Woo! So I knew I had something because I see my line just <laughs> There I was. I start, oh, I got some. <laughs> you missed it, Alex. There I was. I said, yeah. Gabe sees it. He says, Grandpa, you got a catfish. That thing was big. There it was. Got it right up there in here. In the process of me reeling it in, got tangled up with that gentleman's line. He got he hooked that caught on my line. He said, oh, no. He said, I, I snagged your line. He said, but so he was trying to help us. Just as we got it up on shore, boom, my line snapped. There he was. Look, here, here's, here's the famous story. The big one that got away. I didn't want to say nothing because, you know, everybody talks about the big one that got away. Amen. But why am I saying that? Because the Lord can say that about you. You could have been a catch for him, but the big one got away. about God still had him on my mind I just kind of whispered a prayer I said Lord if you see fit let us catch some fish today obviously but I almost snagged the big one that's my testimony Maybe some of you are the potential big one. Are you listening to me? Some of you sitting there. God is saying, hey, I'm going to throw my lure out there. And I'm going to lure them in. And guess what? You take the bait. 
My, 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 my. Here we are, saints. Here we are. There's nothing like it. How shall we escape? Pay attention. When the Lord has given us an opportunity, He's making a way for you to be saved. Yes. To be delivered. Yes. Yes. To be healed. Yes. Huh? To come out of whatever it is you're going through in life right now. Whatever your experience is. He's reaching out to you. Yes. How shall we escape? One thing about the Lord, He doesn't beat around the bush. Huh? Praise God. Amen. He'll tell you what you need to do. Huh? He'll let you know the steps you have to take. He's not going to cut any corners. My, my, my. How shall we escape? If we neglect so great salvation. Let me let me tell you something about this now. Let me let me tell you something about this now. Think about this now. How shall we escape if we neglect? You notice that he put if? If. Yes. Right. That's right. If. That's right. He put an if there. You know why? He put an if because of us. Because of us. Because of humanity. That's right. Woo. Amen. He put an if there because of, he knows how human nature is. Yes. Amen. Man, let me tell you something. Let's, let's, let me put some emphasis on this. You're blessed to be in the house of God today. Yes. You're blessed yes. to feel the presence of God. Yes. You're blessed to be a part of the worship. Yes. You're blessed to hear the word of God. Yes. And you can be blessed to be seen at the end of all this. Yes. You're blessed. That's that's his intent. Right. How shall we escape if we neglect? If we neglect, guess what? You're not going to be able to escape. Right. Amen. Everybody, guess what the world is living on right now? Borrowed time. That's right, man. You know what they're living on? The devil's credit. Yes. That's right. You know why I say that? The devil says, hey, go ahead. Go ahead. It's okay for you to do that. It's okay for you to be disobedient. It's okay for you to be, amen, uh, unthankful. It's okay for you to go ahead and, and, and commit this sin. It's okay for you to, to do that. It's okay. Go on ahead. Because things will be. You're living on the devil's credit. He's telling you you've got credit. When you don't have credit, there's no way you can escape. Amen. If you neglect so great a salvation. Amen. That's right. Amen. 
Sin now. Sin now. Sin all you want. And you're going to pay later. Have you ever stood before a judge? I just, I did a, a couple times in my life. That was it for me. Because they have the power. Are you listening? They have the power to convict you. And whatever sentence they throw at you, you can't say, well, judge. You can't argue with the judge. Huh? You dare not. You know what? You'll be held in contempt of court. You're going to make it bad for yourself. Guess what? A lot of people let you argue with the judge. Amen. That's right. So you stand there. You're standing at the mercy of that judge. Right now, our position right now, we're not standing before the white throne of judgment. We're not standing before his seat. We're not standing to be judged according to the things that were done in our bodies. It's going to be a day. Let me tell you something. Not any of us are exempt from that day of judgment. We're all going to be there. Every single one of us. You might say to yourself, oh, that's not going to happen. Guess what? It's going to happen. You might want to forget about it conveniently. You might want to push it away from your mind, but that day's going to happen. There's going to be a day when you're going to stand before him and give an account of the things you've done in your body. Wow, what a sobering thought. Yes, amen. Yeah. Sure is. And guess what? He's going to be your judge. Right. Amen. That's in the future. Amen. That's in the future. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. Yes. Here, here's, here's something to you. Obviously, you don't know the, your court date yet. Right. That's right. Down here, when you have to appear before a judge, when you have to go to court, guess what? You get a court date. Give you a court date so you can appear. You don't know your court date yet, but guess what? There is a court date. There is a court date. (laughs) There is a court date. You cannot, guess what? And you, this court date, you cannot miss. Because you'll be there. You can't, you won't be able to whittle out of this one. Higher than any court in this country. Higher than any court in the whole world. The highest court. That's in the future. How shall we escape? If we neglect so great salvation. Why does it say that? Great salvation. Why Why did he just say it? Salvation. He said, Great salvation. Amen. So that's a future event. All of you, right now, guess what? You don't even know. You've been served your notice. That's right. It's too late now. It's too late. Praise God. You've been served your notice. You're going to stand before him. Be judge. That's right. Amen. That's the future. 
a future uh, event that's going to happen in the future. It's going to come to pass, regardless if you believe it or not. I'm rubbing it in. Amen. I want to rub it in. Regardless if you want to believe it or not. It's still going to happen. You can't, you're not exempt from this. Because you're guilty. You're guilty. Are you listening to me? A lot of people don't want to hear that. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. They're always going to say, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. No, we were born into sin. So we're guilty of sin. That's why Jesus came. The Bible says there's one mediator between God and men. The man Christ Jesus. Amen. So right now, if you so choose, he can be your lawyer. He can represent you before God the judge. And he can take your case. And he can argue. Amen. And get you off from your sentence. You know what he's going to do? He's going to say, show me your, your papers. You're going to have a rap sheet. All the sins you ever committed. Show me your sentence. He said, okay, Lord. First of all, you have to accept him as your mediator. You have to be baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins. You have to receive the Holy Ghost. That's your justification. Show me your papers. Show me your charges. You know what he's going to do? When you give it to him, he's going to put his blood all over there. Amen. So when you stand before the judge and they bring up the charges, the judge is going to look at the papers and he says, Excuse me. There are no charges on this document. That's what the Lord can do for each and every one of us. Amen. Let me tell you something. He can can make us free. Amen. Yes. Man. Amen. So here we are. You are my witness. There's three scripture verses. Yeah. <laughs> Which one, Lord? God knows. God knows your heart. God knows your troubles, your trials. God knows what's going on in your life. Even though I may not know it or anybody else may not know it, God knows what's going on. And God wants to intervene. He wants to reach into your life. He wants to take everything that you're so bound up in. Yes. Amen. So many things. almost like a spider's web. Yes. That's right. So many directions. That's what the devil wants. Did you realize the devil's working hard against you? He wants to take you down because he's going down. (laughs) Well, since I have to go down, I'm going to take a lot of them with me. 
Right. And here's Jesus. No, you're not. Because I'm going to give them an opportunity. I'm going to give them an opportunity. I'm going to lead them to the Livingstone Apostolic Church. They're going to walk into that little fellowship and and they're going to feel my presence and they're going to, amen, hear my word. And they're going to hear everything about me, amen, that I want to do for them. I could have chosen to talk about something else today. Huh? The Bible says about the man of God, if any man speak, let him speak as of the oracles of God. In other words, what God gives him at that particular moment in time, at that instant, guess what? Give it to him. You know why? Because God wants it to be him and not me. That's right. And so here we are, you're in, in, in a position right now, you're in a position, my, 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 my. We can't see in the spiritual, but right now there's some angels walking around here. That's right. Before we had service, I prayed, felt something in my spirit. Didn't feel good. So before service, I prayed. I said, Lord, bind up them dark spirits, those principalities, those dominions, and every foul, unclean spirit. I said, bind them up in Jesus' name. And Lord, cast them out from this place. I said, so that these people can hear your word and not be interfered. That's right. It's just like the devil to try to get you not to believe. It's something because we we rather believe other other things. You'd rather believe a lie. Believe in a not true. That's what happened to Eve. She took the bait. Look what happened. Sin came in. And sin just totally defiled this world and mankind. All because of a lie. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I believe this with all my heart. Because if you allow the Lord to come into your life, if you allow the Lord to change your life, here's the Lord. He's going to show up. Yes. Amen. 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 Huh? That's right. Amen. Amen. 
Why do I know that? He said, he said, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? Amen. So guess what? This is this is something even even today, even today, after so many centuries, even today, the gospel. Yes. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Yeah. Amen. James said about God, in whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. In other words, God doesn't change. And the Lord spoke to Malachi. He said, I am the Lord. I change not. Thank you, Lord. So God hasn't changed his plan. Even though a lot of people think you can be saved, by, amen, another method. God has never changed his plan. The same word. It's the same word. Repent. Be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For this promise is unto you and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. So here he is. You know what? The Lord loved all of us so much, he included us. Yes. Amen. 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 That's right. Did you know that? Amen. He included us. That's why I said he's, he's so far ahead of us. He's so many steps way ahead of us that we just, we can't even comprehend. The Bible says he's past finding out. You can't find out anything about the Lord. Amen. That's how, good, that's how wise he is. He's, He's thinking. He's thinking way ahead. You're probably asking all these kind of questions. He says, I got that taken care of. Yeah. Lord, how am I going to do this? I already saw. You're wondering how. The Lord says, it's already done. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm glad he included us. He, he's seen us here. As the Bible says that, amen, when he was hanging there on that cross and he wow. seen everything he was going through, the travail of his soul, and he looked ahead and he seen you and I, and the Bible says he was happy, he was satisfied. Amen. Why? He, amen, obviously has us, amen, in his heart. Amen. He seen the travail of his soul and he was satisfied. So he thought about us way back when. You weren't an afterthought. That's right. You were a pre-thought. You know why I say that? Because of his word. He said, after this, I will return and will build again the tabernacle of David, which has fallen down. And I will build again the rooms thereof, and I will set it up. That the residue of men might seek after the Lord. And all the Gentiles upon whom my name is called, saith the Lord, who doeth all these things. 
So guess what? He said, okay. Not just my people, not just Israel, not just Jews, but even the Gentiles. Yes. Guess what? I'm going to open it up to all them. So here we go. Because he knew one day that, amen, one day in 2023, guess who was going to come to the house of God? Right. Amen. you're sitting there trying to outthink God, you're saying, oh, it's just a coincidence. <laughs> here's, the, here's, here's, here's the best part of all this. When we come to that place, my, I talk about the power of God a lot. I talk about it because it's real. I talk about it because it's ours if we want it. Yes. Amen. 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 If you choose to serve the Lord, as Jesus said, all power in heaven and earth is given unto me. Then he turns around, he says to his disciples, Go ye therefore. In other words, what he's saying, because all power in heaven and earth is given unto me, guess what? I'm turning around and I'm giving you that power. So here we are, we have the power. So when we obey, His word, when we obey, and you say, okay, Lord, I understand what I need to do. I need to take care of the sin that's in my life. I need to repent. I need to confess. I need to forsake. And I need to be baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of my sins, for the removal of my sins. Hey, uh, I don't know if I've ever showed you this, but I remember uh, I went to go preach for uh, Brother Skinner out in Loveland, Colorado a few years back, and there was a Spanish brother. I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, he came up to me. He said, Brother Marshall, because... He said, man, he said, I'm going to show you something. He said, I, I was just recently baptized. He said, I'm still seeking the Holy Ghost. He said, I was just recently baptized. Brother Skinner baptized me in Jesus' name. He said, and so my wife took a picture of my water baptism. And amen, I wanted to show you that picture. He said, because you can see as I'm going under the water, he said, there's a devil that is heading up, going upward. Amen. In other words, that devil was, was leading me. And so he, so he showed me that picture. Sure enough, you can see him going under the water. And you can see a silhouette of that devil going the opposite direction. That's how powerful the name of Jesus Christ is. But in the midst of sin, guess what? He'll wash away your sin and he'll deliver you from the power of Satan. So I told him, I said, brother, that's how real God is. That's how real he is. Come on, let's come out of our, praise God. Are you listening to me? Let's come out of ourselves and understand God is here for you. He's got power for you. Because we always say, oh, it's real, it's real. Well, tell, let me tell you something. Get a hold of the realness of God. Shouldn't be just a few that are jumping around. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's right. 
Amen. Amen. Excited. Right. You got the Holy Ghost. You'll be juking and jiving too. Right. Are you listening to me? Yeah. You'll be moving with the Spirit too. We used to laugh at each other. Brother David's probably listening to this. He gave me a, a CB handle. Brother Aaron remembers this. He gave me the word fanatic. Breaker 19 to fanatic. Today's that they had the citizens band. Breaker 19, fanatic. Are you there? Got your ears on? Sorry, it's mom. 10 4, I got my ears on. You have to talk that way when you're on CD. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we, we, we always say this. What's your 10-9? 10 10-36. Had that CB, amen, uh, lingo, or whatever you call it. CB talk. You have to talk about boys, too. But I, my handle was the fanatic. Why? Because I was, and I still am, a fanatic. Brother David was the doer. Because Brother David, when he was in the world, he was the doer. But now he's a doer for God. We didn't hesitate. Are you listening to me? We did not hesitate to hide what God has done for us. And that's the way it ought to be. We need to come out of our sound. Because that's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. That's what we have. That's what this salvation consists of. How shall we escape if we ne neglect so great salvation? What a way to explain what you and I right now are experiencing. Amen. Great, great, great. 